0: Welcome to the Workspace of Tomorrow podcast, brought to you by Room, the New York City startup rethinking the modern workspace in partnership with The Slowdown. I'm your host, Spencer Bailey. Here, I speak with creative leaders who have had a front row seat to observe the transformational shifts in how we're all working today and have deep insight into where things are headed. Hi, everyone. I'm speaking to you from my Brooklyn apartment where I'm quarantined and working from home like so many of us. I have to admit, home podcasting is a lot easier than I ever expected it to be. This week on the podcast, we called designer and entrepreneur Eve Bahar, who spoke with us from his home in Northern California. Eve is widely known for his groundbreaking products and projects, including the Next Generation Home Entry System August, the Frame TV for Samsung, and the Bluetooth tracking device Tile. His latest invention is the new form at home strength training studio. On the episode, we spoke about how the COVID-19 pandemic is reshaping companies and employees' views on work and home and working at home, why honesty and integrity are becoming more and more important in terms of how businesses operate and communicate, and how virtual tools like Slack and Zoom are transforming collaboration and creativity. Eve, who is a longtime surfer, also talks about how surfing can serve as a metaphor for leadership and how we could all try to get into that surfer's mindset. Let's jump into it. Here's my conversation with Eve Bahar. Hi Eve, welcome to the workspace of tomorrow. It's great to have you with us today.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here.
0: So, wanted to begin by talking about a pretty obvious fact, which is that work and life have never been more blurred, connected, but with COVID-19 There's just so many of us now quarantining, sheltering in place. It's making it almost more exacerbated. So, I'm wondering how do you think this moment is reshaping how we work? And what shifts, when it comes to work and the workspace, do you imagine we'll see coming out of this?
1: Well, I think that in many ways, what we're experiencing today informs us about what's important. And clearly, being with other people, collaborating in person is important. We can do without it. We can spend a lot of time on Zooms. But I think psychologically, being in a room with other people that's virtual versus physical, you know, isn't as satisfying. But I do think the positives are that we're more accepting of the fact that work and life are really sort of colliding into one. When you see People in their Zoom and their family and their lives and the interruptions and their home environment and all the things that we have to juggle—they're the same things we have to juggle on a daily basis on a normal day, not on a a COVID day. And I think we're we're becoming more accepting that life is going to interrupt, work is going to be a part of work, and and we need to be more tolerant of that. And in Mm. so many ways, I think it brings a moment of informality. And less formality, for me, has meant more humanity. I've, I, I feel I know more, I see more of my colleagues' life and challenges.
0: Yeah. Do you think that connected to that, this will be kind of increasing the value somehow, or, or at least bringing it to the fore of, of creativity, of empathy, of emotional intelligence?
1: I think it does. Yes. I mean, I think we're recognizing the importance of people's work and people's uh, support when we think about teachers, when we think about medical stuff, when we think about people who take care of our offices, when we think about grocery stores, etc. I think it, clearly we're all part of the same fabric. We're all part of the same team in a way that makes things function, that makes everyday life possible. And I think there is a renewed appreciation for everybody's role and everybody's contribution to that.
0: Mm. Values-based businesses are clearly the name of the game. They have been for some time, but I think that this pandemic is going to kind of increase that to an even further degree. People are paying much more attention to who makes things, how they're made, where they come from. And also, supply chains are going to be in our mind a lot more. Which values do you think are going to kind of rise above and rise up and, and be really central or essential to companies?
1: I think having a human connection between company and customer or people is going to continue to, to rise. I think companies are acting today in ways that demonstrate those values. Mm. In many ways, you know, this is who we want to connect to. We want to connect to companies that are supportive of the things that we believe in, which is there is a direct connection with how you make things, where you make things, and the environment. I think the values of simply transparency and not trying to say that you're perfect and not trying to communicate that what you do is the best, I think that those forms of communications are going to go by the wayside uh, rather you know communicating that you are doing your best and that there is more to do, there's better ways to do it, but you are innovating, you are being considerate, and you want to uh, do better in the future, continue to improve i think that communication is much more relatable and hopefully what we'll see a lot more of uh, in the near future.
0: Yeah. Sort of the classic maxim, like do unto others as you would want done unto you.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, yes. <laughs> I think that's a good maxim, of course, but uh, also a sense that we're all in this together. Mm -hmm. And my contribution as a company or as a maker, as a builder, can only do well if I am endorsed by you, the user or the customer. Mm -hmm. And your contribution as a consumer is to push me, to encourage me, to challenge me, to contribute to the direction that I would like to take. In so many cases, I believe that the consumer has such a key role today in, as it's commonly said, to vote with their money, to mm-hmm. support you know, the brands and the companies that are doing things that I think as a consumer are in line with my values.
0: Do you think this sort of idea of whole-earth thinking is going to become more and more central to the conversation?
1: I've always thought that this is the right way to operate for any business. I don't think that um, we've always fully reconciled the conflict sometimes between convenience and doing the right thing and i think the 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 contemporary brands are really trying to bring the two elements together so this notion of service this notion of subscription this notion of being committed to a brand and what they bring to me over time i think is becoming stronger and stronger for example you know for the last over 10 years, for the last 12 years, I've received a vegetable box from this farm up in uh, Northern California. And that box today, you know, is a godsend because we get beautiful, fresh vegetables straight to our home. This is the kind of faith and and being committed to a brand and vice versa, that that surface continues during the COVID crisis, but that I also continue to support it for that long is, I think, what Every brand should be seeking mm. what every business is going to be looking for.
0: Virtual communication, you mentioned Zoom, but I'm also thinking, you know Slack, Google Hangouts, any of these platforms, it's proven especially effective. Like I think a lot of companies, bigger companies, for example, that maybe hadn't gotten on the Slack train are now on the Slack train. Um, how do you think these tools are impacting how we work from a collaboration and creativity? standpoint?
1: Well, what I like about these tools is that there's an element of transparency there. You can really see who is contributing. It feels that it's less about politics because it's more about the delivery. It's more about how you support each other. Mm -hmm. And I've really been a believer for a very long time that, especially in my area of product development, design, entrepreneurship, that really nothing gets done by one person and one person only. It's all about collaborating. It's all about fusing different disciplines. It's all about bringing people together. So to the extent that these tools enable that, I think there are great ways to sort of support that team collaboration. Some of those tools can also be a distraction and sort of add to the multi-layer of communication that we have texting and slacking and emailing, and, you know, it can also become a burden. So I think we need to know when to turn some of that off, focus on on the work and the collaboration, and but then use the transparency of those tools to show progress and to enable everyone to sort of participate and chime in.
0: Yeah. So sort of setting boundaries either Individually or as a company leader, saying you do this, don't do that, almost like the the Cal Newport digital minimalism idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know about how we're able to get to digital minimalism these days. Um, <laughs> you know, but there are certain things that you know that I do. I I don't have notifications on a lot of these applications. You know, mm. even though a lot of communication for me goes through WhatsApp, I don't have it on notifications because it would be overwhelming. Same with WeChat or Twitter and Instagram, I really don't need to be notified of what's going on on there. When I want to see that information, when I want to communicate there, then I go and I check. But we really need to find ways to sort of lower the level of distraction Mm. because that continues. And I think even more so today than ever continues to be, I think, a major source of interruption.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think just the screen time in general seems to be Distracting, our eyes are twitchy at the end of it. It can become quite complex and difficult to to stay focused on anything if you've been staring at a screen too long.
1: Yeah, there is um it's like having uh, pastries or candy sort of at the corner of your desk. The science has clearly shown that if you put that candy or that pastry eight feet away you will eat a third of it. If it's within arm's reach, you will consume a lot more of it. So Mm. how do we put these technologies not at arm's reach, kind of further away, I think is one of of the challenges of our modern times.
0: Mm. I want to talk about entrepreneurship because right now, COVID-19 is really impacting small businesses, startups, others facing this crisis how are you looking forward and thinking about opportunities right now? And what sort of advice would you give to an entrepreneur and how to deal right now?
1: Well, currently, I'm juggling a lot of startups. I'm uh, advising probably a dozen of them, and I have a couple of them myself. (laughs) I have a core belief, and I've seen that over and over, which is, In the times of deep crisis, the best startups, the best entrepreneurs really sort of jump forward Mm -hmm. and take the risk to put something together that really is distilled by the times that we live in. In so many ways, what is going on today is putting a lens on what is needed, Mm -hmm. what could be important, what could be a successful business. So I would say this is a good time to pivot or create something new. For startups that are struggling, some of the startups are finding their groove and their their reason to be in this crisis, and others really have to reevaluate and think about how to quickly adapt mm. at the end of the day it 's all about how fast we can adapt you know that 's a sign of intelligence, whether you have a company or um, whether as an individual, you have to adapt and change to the current the current times that we live in.
0: You've long had a human-led approach to design, really from the start, and I'm curious, what do you think people need most right now, especially as it relates to maintaining a healthy work-life balance?
1: I think what people need today is flexibility, meaning whether you're the business owner or whether it's for yourself, giving yourself or giving your employees flexibility mm. to manage and deal their own work times, their own family time is absolutely key. Everybody wants to continue to perform. Everybody wants to continue to do good work and to contribute. That is absolutely for certain. And this is something that gives me a lot of hope, actually, to see our teams come together, great presentations being put together, even pitches and new clients being brought in. It's amazing to see just how engaged and committed people are, Mm -hmm. while at the same time, they are juggling some difficult times. Homeschooling kids is not something that any of us, I think only very few of us have chosen to do. (laughs) And so suddenly it becomes that people, it is something that people have to do. And, you know, the, the ultimate lesson, I think, for employers here is going to be how flexibility keeps people sane and happy and how it keeps them wanting to continue to contribute mm. and be a part of the business.
0: Mm. What cracks in work culture do you think the pandemic's revealing?
1: I think a lot of what I'm looking at is, you know, there's a lot of worries or there's a lot of things that that are not essential, that are not so important anymore. Mm. And you put the secondary or tertiary worries or activities that you do, you sort of put them aside a little bit and you really sort of refocus your mind on the things that are important, the people close to you, your family, your close collaborators, your close friends. And then there is a lot of extraneous other things that we do and we're worried about and we feel stressed out about or pressured by that are really falling by the wayside.
0: Mm-hmm so it's putting a focus on the essentials really
1: it is and i think that's a good thing and that's certainly something i want to take back to normal life you know if you um if you go to burning man the after burning man time you call that the default world so <laughs> there's lots of things that i've learned in this crisis where i'm reevaluating how I'll do things and what I'll be doing, what I'll be focusing on, back in what I call the default world,
0: <laughs> the other side. Right. You've been based in San Francisco for more than two decades. You, you've seen the impact of Silicon Valley on our society, on our culture, on on work at large firsthand. What impact do you think Silicon Valley has had on the workspace, and um, how is that shaping the workspace right now? I mean. For me, so much of what
1: Silicon Valley has created over the last three decades has made design work so much more potent and so much more attainable, so much more reachable whether it's the tools of production of design whether it's the creativity tools the software whether it's the prototyping tools 3 printing and machining and i mean it's really incredible how everyone at fuse project now has access to it and feels very much empowered to build that prototype quickly to render this idea quickly as a way to put their concept forward in many ways I think in the world of design, the digital tools that Silicon Valley has developed have really been nothing short of miraculous Mm. in terms of our ability to produce great works of design. More broadly, I think the last month or so has made us reevaluate a little bit the extent of the self-flagellation and flagellation that's happened (laughs) over the last year or so towards technology. And I do feel that... What we're looking for is certainly ways to sort of communicate and being able to communicate digitally has become more clearly that this is an absolutely essential part of our lives. But I also think that it's put into focus the fact that more than ever, companies have to act Accordingly and transparently. Mm. And it's not because you're providing an essential service that you can be hiding or concealing your true colors. And so, in, in many ways, I think it's more important than ever that technology be done in a humanistic and sort of people first way. And hopefully, that is something that we keep in mind as things go back to normal.
0: Yeah, sort of a redefinition of well being. Yeah.
1: I think there was a huge trend towards taking care of yourself, both mind and body, before the crisis. And I think what COVID is is also teaching us is that well-being is of prime importance, especially as you're being confined, as you have less social contact, taking care of, of your psyche, taking care of your body is going to continue to be very, very important. Mm.
0: I wanted to end on, which is sort of connected to this with surfing, which is, you know, big passion of yours. I can only imagine you, you bring this into your work as an entrepreneur and and leader in in the studio. What has surfing taught you about work?
1: Well, you know, not every surfing session is great. Quite often I tell my friends, Hey, I'm, I'm going out, I'm suiting up, I'm, I'm going surfing. And they're like, well, how are the waves? How is it out there? And I'm like, why does it matter? It's all about going out there. It's all about being in the element. It could be a great session. It could be a mediocre session. It's about enjoying that moment. Mm-hmm. And in so many ways, I think entrepreneurship isn't that dissimilar because you never know if it's going to be great. You never know if, if it's going to turn out to be a great success or a great startup. But you're compelled to do it because you feel it's going to make a difference. You feel it might be important and you want to take that risk with the certainty that you will learn something, that you will grow from it. And I think that is the fundamental nature of surfing and maybe not that different from being a, an entrepreneur.
0: Eve, this is great. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Yeah, and it's so good to see you too. Next time, let's hope for a big hug. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Be well. Thanks for listening. For more on the podcast, head to theworkspaceoftomorrow.com. You can follow Room on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at MadeByRoom. And be sure to visit Room.com to learn more about how the New York City startup is reimagining the modern workspace. We'll be back with our next episode soon. Stay tuned.